Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 249. Year in review and New Year's goals. Tonight, Matt and Doug get together and review 2021 and discuss growth, learning, and relationships going into 2022. Enjoy the show. Good morning, Doug. Hey, good morning. What's happening? (laughs) What's happening? Oh, I wish my uh, space heater was silent so that I could have it on right now. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to type with gloves. (laughs) It's not. Well, fortunately, we do a lot of talking in the show and not a lot of typing. So I think not so much typing. So just uh, keep your uh, (sighs) your hands in your mittens and. (laughs) Oh boy! Yeah, we're we're having our first real frost today. Everything's covered with a glaze of ice, like a donut that I wish I were having right now, but I'm not. (laughs) How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. Just. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. Oh, you're trying to one-up me there. Okay. Right stellar. on. Stellar. Stellar. That's a good one. I like stellar. You are like a star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's early. No, it's not. Uh, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I almost overslept. I woke up at 4.30 and I was like, all right. And then I went and fell back asleep on the couch and woke up at 7. I'm like, oh, crap. We're recording <laughs> early today. <laughs> so I didn't have time to... Properly warm up the shred. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's cold here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we had really bad storms and tornadoes and stuff coming through our area last night. Oh, I heard about that. Then, I saw that on the internet. This and morning. then, man, down south in Kentucky, it's just horrifying. I don't know if you've seen any of the images of. Not yet, no. The damage that's occurred down there and loss of life and everything. Oh, wow. So really feeling for those people affected down in Kentucky. I think that storm, that tornado, like F4, F5. Oh, really? Was uh, traveled for like 200 miles or something like Jeez, that. Jesus, Louise. That's relatively unheard of, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, but I just saw some of the news and... It was really frightening. Wow. But. World is changing, man. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see that we are. What are we talking about? Well, <laughs> we're talking about the weather. Um, <laughs> we, uh, well, we're, we're episode 249. We're in the middle, smack in the middle of December in a year that has gone by really quickly. And, um. I thought we'd kind of talk about maybe what we're looking forward to next year. What are okay. what our goals are. Now, is this like a season wrap up or are we <laughs> are we doing another show after this or what what's our plan? <clears throat> uh whatever 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 you like, man. There's no rules here. Okay. Do we have a season I wouldn't mind doing a season wrap up, you know what I mean? Like um I know we came into this year feeling like we wanted to do more interviews. Yeah. And we did. We did. Uh at least at the beginning. Um I don't know. I didn't count. I don't know. Did we do more interviews this year than we did last year? I don't think so. Yeah. I, don't think I think so we either. were on par though. They were good interviews though. Yeah. <laughs> they always are. They they, um, they definitely are. Lots of fun. 
yeah, I'd like to do more next year, of course. And you like the interviews because there's less post-production. Oh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> there's more. There's a third vocal to edit usually. Oh, true. Um, plus music to splice in, but, um, but less editing what, of your own vocals. Well, there, yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's, um, there's less having to come up with a topic for instance, <laughs> and more, and more, and, and just interviews are just fun yeah. to talk to people about what they're up to and how they, how they go about doing their, their music. And it's stuff. always interesting. There's a lot of similarities too. I think. Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot of common themes, but everybody's a little bit different in their approach to stuff and their, and their journey yeah. and their, their origin story and all that stuff. Yeah. Some people are take it all on, do it all themselves in house. And other people are like, I don't even want anything to do with that. And I'm going to <laughs> yeah. the studio and yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting um, to hear how some people start at the do it all yourself and, and end at the, the other place. And then some people just initially start like, you know what, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, for some, this is just like, it's a uh, treachery to, to go through the production process, you know, and where they sure. And it's just like totally inhibiting their, their creative flow. And it's just like a big blocker, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, it, there is a, I mean, as you and I both know, there's a giant uh, learning curve and, uh, you know, it can take, it can take many years to get good at this stuff or even longer. Yeah. But for some people it's, you know, like you know, fish to water, it comes so naturally that they don't even think about it as, as work until it starts to get in the way of the production or maybe it never does. Yeah. Well, it's a discipline and it's something you can just continue. It's a lifelong learning thing, you know? That's true too. Yeah. You never, you never feel like you like, up. Oh, I'm good. I have all the plugins, all the <laughs> audio gear and all the knowledge I'm set. I can just move forward and not have to learn anything new. Yeah. That never happens, <laughs> but that's one of the things that keeps it interesting and fun and, and keeps you moving forward. I think for me, it is. Yeah. I'm all about, if I wasn't continuing to learn something, I think I'd lose interest. I, I know I would. Yeah. I don't. I'd be doing something else entirely. Yeah. I don't ever feel like <laughs> I got this. I'm done. You know, it's always about, you know, there's always something new. There's always some kind of new problem or new challenge in some way. Maybe not. Maybe it's not problematic, but something that, boy, if I could figure out how to do something either in a different way or do it or better or try different techniques and things like that, you know, there's always, right, I right. always kind of like the, the mad scientist analogy, you know, and to just go in and, and be fearless and, and try stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and what's interesting about that is that even when you think you got even when you think you've got it under control, even when you're like, oh, I've seen this problem before, I know how to solve it. Uh, eventually, there's going to come a, a situation where you're like, well, I thought I'd seen this before, but my normal solution isn't working. I'm going to have to get creative yeah. and think of something completely different <laughs> to solve something that I've solved before is now throwing me a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's when Black Friday comes in. <laughs> Yeah, we oh. save all of our hard-to-solve problems until late November. That's right. <laughs> so don't give us any problematic work, any other, you know, it needs to be in, in October, you know, That's at right. the earliest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh. But yeah, I think uh, I think it was another successful year on the podcast. Looking forward to next year. Hey, are we changing our logo up again? Oh, are we definitely. doing anything like that? Definitely. Yeah, we're going to have the- Season three logo. Season three 
logo and change the colors and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Want to make it easy to to identify just by looks as to what season you're looking at and stuff like that. I'll be working on that. I'll send you over some proofs here. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think we should uh, spend the next couple of weeks taking advantage of the the season to kind of slow down and, and do some planning for next year. Yeah. That's my plan anyway. Um, I haven't quite done my own. And I'm looking forward to wrap up to reviewing your plan. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send that over <laughs> shortly. <laughs> my plan. <laughs> uh, one thing that I've always struggled with is the planning. Um, yeah. So I have been, I usually do a, like a year just personally, just like a year, look back a year, look ahead. What went well, what didn't go well, what could have gone better, what uh, what I learned, what I want to take forward, and what my goals are. And I, I'm starting to think that my goals for myself and my business are, are smaller than they should be because I keep meeting them and going, oh, I didn't expect to to reach that, and now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I need to aim a little higher. Like, like this year, I, I, I met my goal of, of having steady client work and learning a lot and retooling my process. And I even launched what you could probably call, uh, as, as you call in the business, a, a line extension, which is when you, you launch kind of a second sub business. So now I'm doing, um, voiceover work and that kind of suddenly happened and and that's becoming successful apparently it's something that i have a an ability to do and i'm enjoying it it's that silky smooth man it's that <laughs> i had to be i had to have somebody pointed out though you know i used to want to be a radio dj but i never liked my voice and um th- and i also wanted to be an actor but i have terrible stage fright and so this kind of fits both bills at the same time and it's <laughs> not something i ever considered until somebody said hey I do this for a living and I think you'd be good at yeah. it. And I'm like, okay, let me try that out. And I did. And it turns out they were right. And it's working well. And the, the cool thing is you don't have to like actually get in front of people. Well, not that I would mind, but it just makes it so much easier. It's just something I can do between other projects. You know, yeah. it doesn't take, it doesn't take long if you know what you're doing. And yeah. And so I'm enjoying that. So I plan to expand that next year. I plan to keep doing what I'm doing. What, what I'm trying to say is that next year for me right now, my goals are just about process improvement and doing what I do now better. But, um, I want to do a little more searching and figure out if there's something that I could aim a little higher for, because to me, that doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like it's too hard to reach. It's just about improving what I do. What do you think? What do I think about your plan? (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about, (laughs) am I not aiming high enough? Does it sound like I'm, I'm, no, it, it sounds good. It sounds realistic. Where's the dream? It is realistic. Part? What's the stuff that you you don't think you can attain, but you'd really like to? Where's that? Yeah, where is that? Um, you know, you got your feet on the ground and you're looking up to the stars, you know, where's your... <laughs> where's the stars? Where's your Casey Kasem? That's what I'm wondering. Where's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Where is Casey Kasem? Whatever happened to that guy? I don't know. I'm not worried about him. Um, I'm worried about your goals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> The stars part, I think I would like to start at some point um, working with more established commercial bands and not just uh, indie musicians, which I really enjoy being a part of the indie musician journey and um, and kind of having a mutual relationship and and learning along the way. But um, yeah, I'd like to move on and add to my client roster commercial bands, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm listening and I'm thinking like I really haven't put a lot of thought into it here yet. 
as far as what what I'm looking out for for 22 because I'm still like kind of very focused into 2021 <laughs> and, yeah and uh, wrapping up this year but it's not like there's a dividing line and it's just going to be cut off and and 2022 is a is just a door that opened I mean I'm I'm just walking down a hallway and there's no doors in it yeah and <laughs> It's a continuum. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. But it is a, it's, it, there is a, you know, there's an artificial demarcation that allows you to kind of think about it as an encapsulated yeah. time. It's so weird because I've got different things that are on different cycles and mm-hmm. not many of them coincide with the calendar year. And, and so see. I've got like different fiscal cycles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, yeah, of, of things, <laughs> and uh, and it, it's also I don't know for your business, but there are like little sub cycles of things that occur, and I've been spending time reflecting on kind of when customer cycles are occurring because there's there's flow, and right. it seems like it it often coincides with without any plan, but customer cycles seem to happen. And I, I think it's, there's a creative time during time off and things like that through the winter um, right. and coming into spring, then more music is available for release because I think if any of the artists were doing holiday stuff, they've already released that. And then there's new things that are coming out for the next you know, for the next season. And, yeah. and so there's a cycle that happens and maybe somewhere in mid spring, the new flow of, of music starts to come through for new releases and things like that. And then it subsides a bit. And so I'm looking at that and I've been trying to figure out how to make it more consistent always. And, you know, through growth and, I think part of that is I want to build more relationships with studios. So again, like you, oh, okay, to move, not move away from, but to further build upon the independent artists that I work with, with other studios and, and work more in that commercial environment versus uh, more one-on-one with the uh, independent artists. And, you know, there's plenty of room for that. So building my business with more relationships of, of the type of recording studios and things like that, mm-hmm. developing relationships with more mix engineers and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully creating, you know, relationships and, and then building working relationships where I can then provide, provide services, you know, to those, uh, to those new contacts and relationships. Yeah. I like the sound of that. And as far as studio, just continued growth here, continued reinvestment in the studio. That's, that's not going to change. And it's just as it has been and, and just keep growing and, and building out the hardware. There's things, you know, you know, you and I have had these conversations and acoustic treatments and things like that. So just, it's the refinement, refinement, the, some studio infrastructure, hardware and, and audio processing gear. And things like that. And I have plans for in 2022. And those are really uh, budget driven. So it's right. it's just a matter of, you know, when that timing works out and things like that. So we'll see how that goes. And I think the 
the idea is to just grow, grow with customers, grow the studio and to continue to learn and be better at what I'm doing next year than I am now. It sounds like we're on kind of parallel tracks or at least parallel desired uh, tracks, which is interesting. I do look to you a lot as like, okay, what's Doug doing? How can I, how can I be more like Doug? He seems to he seems to have it going on. But I think you hit on something there about the seasonality. I mean, I've heard that before from other engineers, both mix and um, and mastering engineers, um, that there is kind of there are seasons regardless of what you do, and it's natural. And there are probably factors that you can point to, like June tends to be a busy month for everybody because it's it's either the end of your school year or it's the end of somebody's fiscal year or or it's just there's just something about June for instance where everybody's just too busy to do to 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 do stuff but you're right the, and then the winter is kind of a fallow period where people are either busy with holidays or they're just kind of like hunkered down and making music that's going to start coming out in the spring and for holiday music you're supposed to kind of get that going in the summertime and then the fall becomes the time when that gets produced. Right. And then the winter is when it gets released because because people are trying to get it up by the end of the year. So Yeah, not unlike retail when Christmas trees are out in October, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Costco. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a seasonality to it. And I think that closer working relationships with other producers, artists, studios um, could kind of help bridge those gaps yeah. as they'll also be having those issues. But maybe they have been saving certain projects for when new work isn't coming in and they can, uh, you know, you can do some kind of uh, affiliate deals and, you know, hey, you refer me. So a client and then, and then you get 10% or, or, you know, that kind of stuff. That's pretty common. Yeah. I mean, when it is important to be involved with others and it's, mm -hmm. it's unavoidable, you must interact with and, and build relationships and, and it's a client building process. And recently it's become really clear to me the delineation between what a client is and what a customer is. And Oh, explain please. And where I see a customer as someone who comes in and you just provide a service to them and uh, thank you. And then they're done and they may come back at some point in time where, mm -hmm. where a client is someone you really build a relationship with and you interact with work and produce their project with them. And you continue to work with them in, in that respect on all of the things that they're doing. You become part, right. You become part of their production process. And, and that's really enjoyable. You get to build those relationships, you know, get to use the skills and, and things that you have and apply them in a way that you've gone through a process of feedback and, and you actually know what the expectations are for that client. And for each client, mm -hmm. there's different sets of expectations, what they, sure. what they want. And maybe it could be some examples of discussions I've had recently were like, I just received a, a mix from uh, a client, which was completely, had like lo-fi elements all the way through it. Mm -hmm. Like vinyl scratch and, and things like oh, that, yeah. <laughs> which was their intention. 
And, yeah. but I didn't know. And in listening to that, my first inclination was to let's remove that, you know, right. it's noise. But then <laughs> in further discussion with the client, that's so intentional. We want that in there. It's a lo-fi attribute that that's artistic input and, you know, something that, that we mm-hmm. decided upon that we wanted. And then I know that. And so working with that client again. Yeah. So it's really about continuing to work with and, and repeat work with the same artists and studios and really develop that relationship, develop the, the knowledge of, of their expectations and the style. Obviously, when I work with these people, they're hiring me because they like something about me and the style that I do things in. So I don't want to abandon that right? because that's why they came to me in the first place. But but then to tweak that and bring those styles together and, you know, it's, it's kind of a holistic thing. So I know that's long winded there, but <laughs> no, it's good though. And, and, but there's, you know, when, once you, oh, there's a relationship well. aspect to clients that I don't think exists with customers, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. And I'm glad you said that. I actually have a, um, I had never, I don't think I've written it down, but it's a, it's a personal goal of mine and in my business to never have, well, not to never have. But to not really have customers that come and go, um, I pretty much only have clients, and I like it that way. I have, I don't, I don't have anybody that I work with that I don't consider to be friends. Like even when we're not doing a project together, we'll like have phone calls or or check in on social and just see how each other's doing. I just that's the kind of business I I run and the kind of life I want to have where you know it's a mutual you know respect and and friendship and 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 journey together as artists and people that are in the same arena you know just kind of you know the whole you know rising tide lifts all ships thing like hey how's it going with your stuff and not because i want to you know <laughs> have you pay me but because i really am genuinely interested in 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 people as a person and and, and their journey so yeah i don't i don't i i don't want to i don't i mean i don't want to have but it it wouldn't make me feel as good to have people come and pay me and then I'd never talk to them again. That would not, I would not enjoy that. Yeah. That's not why I'm here. I'm also considering some things with regards to fees and things like that and how I want to approach it. I haven't really decided yet, but I may get rid of my rates structure altogether hmm. and approach working with clients and, and then the fees associated with my services in a different way. Yeah. Interesting. And that is just really kind of a seed thought right now. And I, I really kind of need to go talk to some of my clients and get an idea of, of what they think and mm. if they have any input as to what kind of things would work well for them and, yeah. uh, you know, working into their production budgets and things like that. But if we took an analogy of, let's say you are a Bay Area musician. Okay. okay. And let's say you, you just got there and, you know, just moved there recently mm-hmm. and you're trying to get into the scene. Mm-hmm. So you go do some open mic nights and whatever, and right. and start playing some people kind of get to notice you a little bit. And, and then you get offered a gig, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like your first gig out there with that, with that person, with that band or whatever. And do you come to them going, well, this is my rate or do you go, <laughs> what are you paying? <laughs> yeah. You know, 
Yeah, I would I would definitely do a little what they call best practices research and, and like ask around, you know, yeah. contact other bands. Hey, what are you what are you getting for a gig and how long you've been doing this and and is it different for this venue and that venue or you know maybe you're just playing for drinks tickets or yeah. maybe you don't get anything if you don't bring in fifty people or you know what I mean. So yeah, ask around. Yeah, ask yeah. around, but that's still then you're comparing yourself with other artists. True. Are you as good as the other artist? True. Yeah, that's the what tough level. Part. How long have they been playing these gigs in this area? Are they much? Yeah, I think what you're looking for is the range. You're looking for the range and find out where you fit in that range. Yeah. And I think my idea is to be more flexible. And mm-hmm. because every every client is different and has different financial needs. And right. a lot of the independent artists, it's it's really hard, you know, because the it's really hard to make money on your music. You know, and I think for the independent artists, that's almost always the time it's completely out of pocket and they're paying for a a labor of love and uh, without really any expectations of making their money back. It's just an investment in their music, you know. Now that you, yeah, you said that, and I've actually had that very conversation with artists saying, you know, I, everything else aside, what, um, what is, what is your expectation for this? Like, are you, do you even expect to make, your money back. Yeah. Like I don't, I think that people used to, but labels used to pay for all of what we did. And now people pay for it themselves. And I don't know that they even expect to, to have any return on investment. They're doing it out of a labor of love, as you say. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I think it's really, no, not at all. It's fantastic to invest in yourself. You know, it's what we do. We invest in our, in our studios. We invest in ourselves all the time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I expect to get that money. Back. We hope so at some point. <laughs> we hope so. We're thinking but... long term, you know, yeah. and it's the long game. It is. It is. It's not like a, you know, if we're lucky, we get a quick return on some investment, and but it's really not the goal. I don't. I don't really look at it like that. It's. I hope that what I'm doing or the investment that I'm making uh, improves my ability. I hope it improves my marketability and. Mm-hmm. And I hope it improves my, my product, my service, uh, the quality. Those are things that I'm always, why would I get this? Well, I'm hoping it improves quality of something, allows me to do something. Right. I hope it improves my, my <laughs> production so it makes things more streamlined or whatever. And Yeah, not just because it was on sale. No, but <laughs> We've had that when you have those things in mind, I always assess that. Do I need it now? Can I wait for it to mm-hmm. go on sale? Is sure. it available used? Yes. That's usually the first yeah, question. <laughs> it is. And, uh, and those types of things. So, yeah, but anyway. Frugality the, is smart. The point is that it's important to invest in yourself or in your business or whatever it is. And that, you know, and that's, that's part of this whole growth thing. Um, how am I going to grow? It's going to be reinvestment into the, into myself, into the studio, you know, into my learning. And I don't know about, you know, I pay for some educational and some groups and things like that that I'm involved in, mm-hmm. you know, those are, I do those well. are investments in myself. Yeah. And I think that's important. And I think musicians get that they're taking lessons. They may be giving lessons and taking lessons um, and, you know, leveling up instruments and leveling up skill sets and constantly investing in themselves as well. I think, I think, yeah, that's, that's part of this journey is, is like the, the spiral up. Yeah. <laughs> Not the spiral down, hopefully the spiral up, you know, Learn a little, grow a little, learn a little, grow a little. What was our topic again? 
<laughs> what we're looking forward to next year, and it sounds like <laughs> growth, uh, learning, and relationships. Oh. Improving all three. Improving all three. I like it. Improving growth. What was the second one? <laughs> oh, I said learning. learning. <laughs> I'm, this is this is my learning process. What and was that relationships? Again? <laughs> Hearing aid. Hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> Turn down your mains, bro. <laughs> Sound like my wife. <laughs> oh, funny. So excellent. Anyway, good year. It was a good year. And next year will be better. Next year is always going to be better. And I'll be right there with you. You will be. Every <laughs> Saturday morning, we're recording. Every Saturday morning. I'd like you to get up a little earlier, though. Oh, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I generally do. I generally do. I just happen to oversleep today. <laughs> uh, no, it's all working out. We actually were starting <laughs> a half hour earlier than normal anyways. Yep. All right, listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with us. I hope that some of this was instructive. I hope that you've enjoyed our chats this season and our interviews and look forward to uh, having you on our journey next year. Definitely. Wow. I couldn't have said that better myself, so I won't even try. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Listeners, everyone. Thank you so much. Enjoy the holidays and we look forward to hearing from you out on social and yeah. leave us comments, likes, shares. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>